The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. This is Denise Salcedo with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, and this is the weekend edition of the Busted Open Podcast. On today's show, we'll break down the full AEW Forbidden Door card, which matches have the potential to steal the night. Plus, we talk about the Bloodline Civil War. What's next for the family? We are going to go ahead and get into a Forbidden Door preview. Talk about some of the matches that are taking place and just overall thoughts. And so I want to kick things off with uh, Mark. Let's get into your overall emotions, your feelings, your excitement heading into Forbidden Door this weekend. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited because the matchups are historically um They'll be talked about for the next 20 years, like especially when it's uh, Kenny and, and, and Will Ospreay, um, Zack Sabre uh, and Shibata. Um, I mean, Brian Danielson, listen, and the Rainmaker, y'all. Holy hell. I, I'm just like blown away the entire card. There's not a weak match on the card. There there's, really is a there, there's really no weakness. Every every match has a reason. Um and then you get to see punk. Like so I, let's I'm, talk about it. Let's talk go ahead, about go ahead. You start, you you start and then I I'll I'll give you I'll hit you with what I think on each one. All right, sweet. So since you were just mentioning CM Punk, let's start there. CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima. This is obviously part of the Owen Hart Cup tournament first round match. What was your reaction to that, especially given reports that many people thought it was going to be CM Punk versus Kenta? You know what? Um, my my thought was I wanted to see Punk against somebody that would challenge him in style, and, and that's what he's going to get. I mean, like, there's very few people that we'll consider to be tougher than Punk. And, like, that he he's going to be face to face with somebody that's just as tough as he is, and that can take the 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 pounding and the whooping that uh, he's willing to give, and I think he's also willing to take. So we're gonna to get to see a knockdown drag out. Are you expecting for CM Punk by any chance to actually win the Owen Hart Cup tournament, or do you think he's there to give the rub to the winner? 
I, I would think that he would be there to give the rub. Punk doesn't need that. You know, like, you know, we, we need Punk to, um, to stir the pot. And a lot of people think that everybody's goal is to be champion. The best guys don't need to be champion. True. That is true. Okay. Let's get into the AW International Championship. And we have Orange Cassidy defending against Zack Sabre Jr., Katsuyuri Shibata, and Daniel Garcia. This one feels like don't sleep on this match whatsoever. This one feels like it's going to be a good one. You know, they're going to try to steal it. Like the attitudes are there. The, the be able to tell multiple stories like gives them an advantage. And I feel like that you know, Zack Sabre Jr. is one of those guys that he's worked a lot with Shibata. So, like, their interactions are going to be incredible. And Orange Cassidy is Orange Cassidy. And and to see Daniel Garcia, who works a strong style anyway, he fits right into that. So all of these men that are involved, uh, I, I'm I'm feeling like this is going to be the one where they all get together and go, hey, there's some crazy stuff on this card. We got to go steal this. And I'm, I, I think they could do it. So you know what you just said? Also, I kind of feel applies to this next match. The 10-man tag, the Blackpool Combat Club. And obviously, they're going to have uh, Takeshita there with them, Shota Umino with them. But they're going to be taking on the Elite. And the Elite is coming with Tomohiro Ishii and Eddie Kingston. Uh, I feel like what you just said for the last one can kind of also apply to this one here. I, I think it can fit. But, like, when you have a match with 10 people, that this is a high likelihood that you get a chance for it to be a cluster where there's so much done and so much seen that you don't get to really focus on one thing. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see how it's going to turn out. I hope that it just goes smoothly. Right. Yeah, you're right. Because again, like you mentioned, when you got so many men in there, it could be a hell of a mess, right? But I'm more so excited to see some of these interactions. And I'm curious to see which team they're going to have on top, because I feel like you can make cases for both. Let's go ahead and get into the six man tag team match. We got Les Suzuki gods, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Minoru Suzuki taking on Sting, Darby Allen and a TBA. We still do not know who's going to be with Sting and Darby. There's a lot of people predicting that it may be Naito. Uh, what are your predictions on this one um anywhere where sting and darby and, and and i love mystery guests like you needed to have one surprise entrant and uh, i'm hoping that it don't spill because i don't want to know i want to be sitting with my son watching the show and see what the surprise is if somebody ruined my surprise let me tell you how mad I'm going to be. Part two of my killing spree might start. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, speaking of surprises, I don't know if a lot of people were expecting Jungle Boy Jack Perry to answer the open challenge of the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Sonata. So we're getting Sonata versus Jungle Boy. What was your reaction to that? You know, the, the same as, as, as Doki. I was like, wow, like he gonna get two matches like back to back. Like um, everybody knows that Doki is one of the more talented wrestlers in Japan. And then Sonata is just equally as good. 
uh, as equally as flamboyant. And um, he strikes me as the guy that we see in America with this, like a Cody Rhodes with the suit and the glasses and the very polished and wearing the scarf and, you know, doing all of the things that we, we see uh, somebody that's polished and um, Jungle Boy better bring his A game because this guy's a champion, a multiple time champion, and he's been in there with the best. And I think when we saw the, we saw the potential of what can happen with, with uh, Jungle Boy and, and, and Doki. So I don't feel like uh, he's unprepared. Right. And I thought it was interesting hearing some of the comments that Sonata made during an interview with Tokyo Sports, where he was basically saying that he wasn't expecting Jungle Boy as his opponent and was kind of expecting somebody of a higher caliber. I thought that was a very interesting thing to very kind of bring slight. up during this. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that was, man, you talk about throwing salt knives. Man, he, he threw salt in his eyes before the match even started. Yeah, and I think Jungle Boy's response was somewhere along the lines of him never having seen one of his matches. So I'm like, ooh, I don't know what this match is going to look like on paper. Like, on paper, it's, it's I don't know how I feel about it. Hopefully, it's one of those matches that ends up delivering, and I think hopefully it will because I think that people are going to be interested in seeing how Jungle Boy meshes in there with Sonata. What, what would you think if, if it just turned out to be a fight? A I good mean, one? Like a, a good fight, though? If it's a good fight, then I'm all here for it. Well, I mean, you know, when a fight is a fight, I mean, sometimes you got to stop a fight. You can't let it go on. So, like, I can see this match getting so out of hand that they have to stop it. Like, you know, these guys have been very personal, very disrespectful to each other. Uh, I don't care who started it. Like, you know, my mom used to say all the time, me and my brother would get into it. I don't care who did what. I need both of y'all to get out of my house. Right. And that's that's how it starts. That's how it would always stop. Us being thrown out the house, sitting outside in the heat, <laughs> going, man, you you know this was your fault. <laughs> Blaming each other. <laughs> Blaming each other. And but but it forced you to talk. Right. And you know she's not gonna let us go back in the house unless we apologize. Well, they're getting in the house and we're going to see what they do. No, they're getting thrown. They might get door. thrown out of the house. I don't know how it's going to be resolved. But these two dudes, I mean, this is a, this is going to be a fight. This is not going to be a wrestling match. You All can't right, you cool. can't tell me. You can't tell me. Well, I I don't know who this guy is. Why why would you put me with this guy? He 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 don't deserve to be in the ring with me. You can't say that and me not want to punch you in the face right straight off the bat. I want of your course. blood. Of course, I get it. I I mean, I would come in there red hot and be like, okay, you underestimated yeah. me. And I feel like both guys have something to say, right? And it should probably come out during the match. Uh, let's get into the AEW Women's World Championship. Tony Storm is going to be defending against Willow Nightingale. Do you think this one's a straightforward Tony Storm wins? Uh, I think it's a straightforward match where Willow Nightingale wins and is holding up two titles. Oh, okay. I would not hate that whatsoever. Champion too. Yes, she is. You're looking at trying to stir the pot, and sometimes when you stir the pot, uh, stuff sticks to the bottom. And I I feel like that uh, all of the stuff that's been going on with Tony Storm and other ladies, um, 
it's, it's not taking complete prominence over the women's division. You know, people are talking more about uh, Ty Valkyrie and, and, and Chris Stadlander than that title. So, like, it's time to, to mix it up. And either Tony Storm has got to win in dramatic fashion and um, do what we all have seen her do and without any help, without anybody coming to the rescue, title for title. That's what I want to see. And that's how you get respect. And I feel like that Willa Nightingale has a lot to gain if she was able to beat somebody like a Tony Storm. Yeah, and I agree with you here, too, because when you if you were to ask me, what are you more interested in the AEW Women's World Championship right now or the TBS championship? I'll straight up tell you it's the TBS championship. I care more right now about Chris Statlander as champion, unfortunately, than I do so far right now with Tony as AEW Women's World Champion. So I hope that they gain my interest back a little bit there. But if I'm feeling this way, who knows? How many other people are feeling that way? Another match that was recently added last night on Rampage via MJF. It is Adam Cole versus Filthy Tom Lawler. Was this a surprise to you to get to see Filthy Tom, uh, you know, put in this match against Adam Cole? What are your thoughts? Uh, Filthy Tom is is just that. Uh, He was filthy as a fighter and he's filthy as a wrestler. Like maybe he's just dirty as a wrestler. You know, the aggressive nature and the um, the overly aggressive way that he wants to finish guys in, in hooks and holes. Um, I don't think a lot of guys are seeing that other than maybe a Brian Danielson, uh, the combat club guys uh, are of that elk. And um, better, Adam Cole better be on his P's and Q's because he might get himself trapped in something he can't get out of. Okay. And the matches that I think people are like ready to see which one's going to be match of the night because both of these are very, very top tier. And let's kick it off with the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship match, the champ Kenny Omega defending against Will Ospreay. We're going to be seeing this match that was that was er, their match earlier at Wrestle Kingdom was already considered match of the year for a lot of people. Thoughts on this one? Uh, It's you can't even quantify what this match is going to be like because we've seen a small sample size when they face each other. And everybody said that that was the match of the year so far. What are we going to get? I I can't tell you, but I can tell you what I want. I can tell you my opinion. I want more of what they started with last time. Like, they didn't just play the hits. That was the first time that I've seen Will Ospreay do things that he hadn't done before, that I hadn't seen him do. He may have done them before, but I just didn't see it. He knew that facing Kenny Omega, he couldn't do the same old, same old. And Kenny reciprocated that. They tried to outwit each other. They told great stories. That's what I'm looking forward to the most out of that interaction. And I think like you're right about that when it comes to the stories and all of that. That's clearly what put this match up there for a lot of people. But on top of that, I feel like Kenny and Will do things to with each other that they couldn't even do. They probably couldn't do with other opponents. And so that's very interesting to yeah. see 
that 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 balance in their match. So I can't wait to see it. I can't. I don't know if they're going to be able to top what they did at Wrestle Kingdom. We'll see. I'm sure they're probably trying to. Who knows? But the other match that a lot of people are dying to see, and this is a dream match. It. I have no idea how this one's going to go in terms of like. Just overall, I'm expecting greatness, but we got Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada and the pop that Okada got when he came out on Dynamite this past Wednesday was nuts and seeing them face to face was kind of a pinch me is this really happening type deal. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's kind of like when when Hogan and The Rock faced off that first time and the, it was like a jet engine. You couldn't hear anything, and you know they're going to show the promo from them in the desert with, with Brian Danielson in the desert, like and Okada's response to that. Like I, I, the buildup is so high that I, I hope that this match is able to meet the expectation. Uh, there's a lot on this card that's going to be really, really good, and I know Brian Danielson. He's not going to let nobody outshine him okada better bring his a game and that's the scary part they're both gonna bring their a game so oh. i'm excited to see what they make up together it's gonna be so oh much fun God. this is gonna be one where you're like gonna want to study every little thing that they do and rewatch it back to see what you missed the first reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. 
With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Time. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. What a night we had last night. And with the opening of the show being the Usos and Jay speaking directly to the camera, addressing Roman Reigns and basically saying he would have done anything Roman told him to do. Jay then said that where Roman Reigns messed up was when he disrespected Jay and Jimmy, when he disrespected the both of them and everything that the Usos have accomplished. This then led to what you just heard right now in our audio. And so with that being said, Mark, how did you feel about the Usos opening up SmackDown? How did you feel of the delivery and everything that was said during this opening segment? Incredible. Uh, This was a rite of passage. You've had Roman Reigns for years now lead the opening of the shows. You've seen Roman Reigns not even wrestle, a backstage promo, an interview, him in the office, Paul Heyman doing the talking, the Usos doing the talking, and and Roman just giving a look. That's the way they've been opening and closing the shows. No Roman. Yeah, the Usos open the show. They opened it with passion. They opened it with fire. They gave you all information. There was nothing that you shouldn't have liked about that opening. Is there anything that the Usos have done, have they kind of taken you by surprise? Because I feel like even though I clearly I've been a fan of the Usos, I love their work and we've been seeing this story now play out for quite some time, but I almost feel like every week that we see the Usos out there and take the microphone, they tend to surprise me just a little bit more each and every single week, which I kind of see as a good thing because every time I think they have met my expectations of what I'm expecting, Expecting them to deliver, they tend to go and do and go above and beyond. Practice makes perfect. Who's got more reps in the ring in prime time than they have? I'll wait. Mm, how about nobody? For the last three years, whether somebody was injured, whether somebody was sick, or whether somebody got in trouble. They always found a way to entertain and get better and get experience. And they have become more emotional, which 
I've said this a bunch of times. I'm better when I'm mad. I'm better when I cry. Like they have found found out that it's okay to manage your emotions in front of the people. And that's what you saw last night. I, I, I was very impressed with both of them. The storytelling, they laid out everything. They told you the time, place, and date of when it's going to go down. They told you that it's a civil war in their family. Brother versus brother, cousin versus brother, and the whole family watching the waiting to see what the fallout is going to be. And I'm just proud of the fact that they've evolved. They've certainly evolved, like not just being this incredible tag team, but making sure to show the audiences that they can do a lot more than, you know, go out there and have amazing matches. That's part of the job, right? But now they're going out there in the last year, two years, they've gone out there and shown we are these storytellers, not just in ring, but also from the character aspect, from the story aspect between the bloodline. And I even like, and I know this is such, a little thing and maybe it's not a big deal but i also like mark that they do that they're they're calling this and branding this the bloodline civil war it just makes it sound it just just worse like like this is the civil war within the bloodline to me it's little things like that that kind of add to what we're doing here well i mean you're definitely gonna do stuff to sell tickets but i think this is more than selling tickets i think that Um, the whole story of the Civil War, not the reasoning behind the war, but who was in the war uh, is a a prominent thing. And that that was the war of all wars where brother versus brother, father versus son. And um, when you say a civil war, you start thinking, wait a minute, is there going to be a father versus son moment? Is there going to be an uncle versus the nephews? Like, what was it's so much that can happen. And if they are gearing it up for the, it to really be what they say it is, then, man, we are about to have our minds blown. So, one week from Saturday, we're going to be seeing the Bloodline Civil War. What do you think we're going to be seeing on July 1st at Money in the Bank in London? Well, I'm hoping that it's a knockdown drag out and family shows up to say, hey, y'all better than this. And then somebody in the family gets hit. And now it's like a a really. Did you ever see um, Secret Wars? Like or read you, you read comics? No. All oh people, man, I feel like that's a you. Like uh, you, you see, I leaned in. I leaned in. All of the comic book fans out there, they're they're going they're, they're leaning in now too because they're waiting to hear it. There was a point in the Civil Wars where you you kind of got it briefly in the Avengers story when a uh, uh, group of heroes fought another group of heroes, and you know, um, War Machine ended up getting injured and being paralyzed. Like, 
there's so many stories that can be told when you mix family fighting and people will say stuff that only family would kind of know. But through wrestling history, we know so much about Roman and Rakishi's families, uh, individual families, uh, as of all the way to right now. I feel like that there will be a Rakishi moment. And I feel like that there will be uh offense seeker moment. Like there, there's, if you want to make it a real civil war, then that's, that's what you got to do. You have to, right? You got to get all these other key players involved. People, you mentioned this is a civil war between the family. You got to get them involved. You got to get them mentioning things, saying things that only families would say, like you mentioned, things that only they would know, but then also things that the fans would know and things that they can go back to and sort of resurface. I think that's something that uh, people are expecting from this storyline. And if you don't get it, it would be almost like dropping the ball a little bit. People definitely it, it want to see this. And and, and everybody knows about Offensica Sons. Everybody knows about the the rest of the bloodline, the people that are in that family. There, there hasn't been any interaction between any of the women that's in the family. It's a lot. There's a lot. Like where where who's gonna who's gonna side with who? What if Ata comes out? Dwayne's mother. If the rock mom get involved, oh man, how could the rock not come and be the voice of reason? Guys, the fighting's got to stop. Like, nobody's going to listen to you. You're not the tribal chief. That's what Roman is going to say. Like, there's always a way. There's so many options. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself now. I might like to see this more now than I did when I thought that we might get the Rock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I remember when I thought that was going to happen. I had convinced myself that it was going to happen. (laughs) And then it didn't, right? You know what? I I feel like it's about to get weird because I, I haven't taken a hit yet, but I got some options. I got the, I got the, the Red Bull right here. And I got the the rock star right here. We, you know, I told you I'm 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 gonna drink energy drinks so it can get kind of crazy. You're doubling it up here. But I'm not gonna Do I'm not gonna drink drinks. them both. Ariel, can you crack can you crack your mic because you you told me that you you had some a thought on uh, which one I should try. Yes, I think that you should go with the rock star energy drink. Okay. It's gonna. It's gonna go with it. All, go, Mark. All, Do all it. This, all this uh, bloodline talk. <laughs> all the bloodline talk led to you chugging the rock star energy drink. <laughs> How's it taste? You know what? It don't really have a like a a, a flavor. It's like um. It's like just like fizzy drink with a little, it's, it's sugar-free. So it's got like a little sweetness to it, that aspartame type of, but it's better than some of the other ones I've tried over the last few weeks. I'm just say that. 
Okay. So how long does it take for you to start feeling a little weird? You know what? Uh, last week, uh, probably about 10 minutes in, you know, of course I started. So now we're already, you know, 15, 20 minutes into the show. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm gonna have to wait another five or 10 minutes to see what happens, but uh, you, you'll know. Well, no, we'll start to see the signs, right? You're going to start talking funny or start making like weird facial expressions and that's when we know the energy has kicked in for mark henry so before we continue on and before the uh energy drink makes you crazy you know who does not need an energy drink solo sokoa the man is on the verge of like i don't even know he's going He's berserks, kind of. He's a mad man right now. We saw him just like straight up Samoan Spike uh, and hit Ridge Holland, leaving the poor man there, just laying there on the ground. Uh, what are you thinking of Solo Sokoa's presentation that we saw last night? He's on the loose end. I think they're doing a great job. I think that he's doing a great job because a lot of times you have guys that come in as a heater or a bodyguard or enforcer if you will and they don't get to develop into having mainstream matches they don't get involved in the story until later on Sokoa's been involved since the beginning he's getting a lot of reps and now you you I mean you open the show and you have the Usos and then like right behind it you have Solo walking down the hallway spiking people in the back and uh, making matches for the main event and like and 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 just to fast forward a little bit just to fa- I, I can already feel this this, this is crazy uh, <laughs> you can that match that Sheamus had with Sokoa was one of the best matches that I've seen Sheamus have Sheamus has bangers he finally got put in jeopardy the last time I seen Sheamus you know, kind of put in jeopardy like that, he was in the ring with me. And I I high praise for Solo being able to dominate Sheamus because there's not many guys uh, in in years past that have been able to make Sheamus um, not the heavy. Sheamus is a big guy. Don't, Don't slip or sleep on the fact that I mean, he's he's probably about 6'3", 6'4", 250, 260 pounds. But this is not a small guy. With his athletic ability and talent and toughness, you have to beat Sheamus into submission. And last um, last night, it was it was really good to see him and Solo have a match that lived up and 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 just they beat the hell out of each other. I I really enjoyed it. Well, I think what also kind of helps with between both of these guys is that Solo Sokoa and Sheamus have wrestled a couple times now in the past. And I feel like the more and more we see them come together, clearly they just get more and more refined working with one another. But they've kind of always had this chemistry between them. And we have seen that in the past. And so getting to see how it ended last night in a no contest. That was really fun, but I love seeing this unhinged Solo Sokoa because why not? I mean, the man's family is feuding. Like, yes, he's the silent type. Yes, we don't actually know what his emotions are. That don't mean he don't have them. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, 
please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Foundation Channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 